Welcome to The Narrow Road Between Desires, where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Narrow Pod Between Pages. See what I did there? Reich to follow. They climbed for a minute in silence. The sun went behind a cloud, making the mild summer day turn suddenly chill and gray. Bass crested the hill with Reich in tow for the first time in more than a year. Together, they moved to stand beside the stark white trunk of the lightning tree. The wind kicked up a bit, tossing Bass's black hair as the sun came out from behind the cloud, making everything glow warm with the buttery light. Bass held up his hand, palm bright with blood. He pressed it hard against the barkless trunk. Underhand, he tossed the piece of chipped obsidian to Reich. Wright caught the emerald easily, and without hesitation, cut a line beneath his four fingers. The blood welled up, and Reich stepped closer, pressing his hand against the warm, smooth wood. The two of them stood there, one tall, one short, each standing on their own side with their arms outstretched. It looked like they were holding up the broken tree. Bast met the boy's eyes. You want to strike a deal with me? Reich nodded. Say it then, Bast said. At the end of the page. I'm Forever Vin. I'm Amjita. And I'm RJ. How does Reich know what he's supposed to do already? Is this something that is normal? Good point. Like off, like off camera, they had this conversation. It's like, all right, so you're going to stand on this side, and I'm going to stand on that side. You're going to cut your hands, but only between here and here, using this obsidian. <laughs> it's totally choreographed. You, you ruin the mood. <laughs> it is, it is quite choreographed. Um, right, unless Reich is smarter than, than we think. It's like the whole scene changes. Like the sun comes out in a weird way, and like the wind kicks up, and. You know, there's like a moment. It's 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 written for the screen. You know, it's it definitely I could see that being shot, and it's it's got a lot of gravitas to it with fast, you know, saying the words in like this you know dramatic way. You want to strike a deal with me? What if? What if they did this whole song and dance before? And Reich made this very serious deal and then broke his end of it. Mm -hmm. That would explain it. It would. Or, um, or, I mean, Pat mentioned that, I mean, Reich could just kind of be smart enough to figure out, oh, okay, maybe I should do the same thing. This seems important. Okay, so it's just like, yeah, like Bass demonstrates and without word communicates to Reich, this is what is expected of you, and Reich picks up what Bass is putting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually thought that Bass cut his hand uh, by accident when he drew the piece of obsidian from the sack. Me too. So this is confusing. 
Unless it's just making it more dramatic. I mean, because it's a white trunk. I mean, how long is the blood going to be there? We don't see any other blood. I'm worth it. We're, I'm close reading it too closely. Um, Pat says, I think that's part of the joke, which uh, I understand is when Bass was saying, uh, it was like somebody had told him a long, unfunny joke, like the universe was... Um, but, you know, blood oaths are really common in fiction, right? I, I'm assuming that's that true. this is a kind of thing that maybe would be common to them or to, to you know, to, mm-hmm. to Reich in his world. Yeah. Because they are, in effect, casting some blood magic or, like you know, they're, they're making, you know, they're, he's... He's hiring Bast as a killer for to kill his own father. You know that's pretty bloody right there. So the themes are 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 in line. It's a serious, serious performance for a serious deal. And, it, serious and there, there already is ritual at this tree. Um, yes, Bast has made it pretty clear that. You have to do a little bit of song and dance, especially, um, yeah, you got to do a little bit of song and dance. Yeah. I've got my own bast on the chair behind me. He's making biscuits right over my shoulder. So (laughs) if at any point anyone hears any loud noise, it's because he probably got too excited and fell on me. That sounds like bast. Yeah, okay, so here's a question. Yeah. Uh, earlier, we had all speculated on whether uh, Viet being shocked by the tree when she placed her hand on it and read the, um, you know, said the words, whether that was a function of the tree and the ritual itself, or if it was Bass giving her like a goose just to provide a, you know, more just to kind of like add some. Gump, you know, a little punch to what was happening. Mm-hmm. It, what if something like that were to happen now? Then would that answer the question or would it just be the same question? It might be the same question. Yeah. But I think that we're not quite done yet. Right. Like the next, the next couple pages might present an answer. Yeah. I think it could still happen. I think if something doesn't happen, that will make me more um, think that Bast did, just did something on purpose to scare Viet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, because now he's doing the serious stuff and not, yeah. not playing around anymore. Well, right. And he has his hand on the tree, too. Yeah, that too. So if it's a property of the tree, that will happen. Right. Um, if it's just something Bast did. Then, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm eager to see more of like uh, what, of what com- more of the, comes of the of the ritual if there is if there is more. So I hear we have a little letter. Do we want to read it? Is that true? Yeah. All right. We finally got a letter. letter in the Discord, and we can uh, we can vamp until I pull it up. All right, Who you ready? Wait, Mr. Hold on a second. Mr. Mailbag 
is so happy. <laughs> He's like, don't take it out of my gullet. He's <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it. <laughs> Please, I must right. adjust. The Mr. Mailbag voice from a few days ago is gone. Yeah. It's, it's okay. We don't need to overdo it. Um, we so can this, <clears throat> this is fresh off the press from Often Nathan. Subject, page 76, Speaking with Kittens. Greetings, narrow pagers. A couple of things I read slightly differently than discussed on today's page. First, while the mayor's daughter may not understand the meaning of sly, I believe Bast's answer does imply both discussed meanings of the word. Second, having cohabitated with a cat, since no one actually owns a cat... I can say with certainty that many humans can understand a cat when it speaks to them. I have been told many a time that it was time to add more food to the bowl since a hint of the bottom of the bowl was visible, and I was told to remedy that situation lest the cat starve. Or when we would leave for more than a day and we'd get an earful about her displeasure of us leaving her, even though we'd get a louder, more mournful earful if we were to take her with us. That's all for now. Thanks up for... Thanks for taking up the mantle for the time being. Often, Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. Good to hear Thank from you. Thank you, Nathan. That's such a nice letter. That is a nice letter. Yeah. And, yeah. and charming. It's funny. It was read on the episode where my cat bass literally what, like walked, he walked, has walked down over me now. I mean, he definitely, he owns me. I know that he does. <laughs> Well, yeah, how much I, obligation do you owe to, to this I scoop his poop. And it's it's really, really fragrant right now, unfortunately, for me. Oh. You know, um, Nathan makes a great point, though, how with cats that, you know, they... Uh, they they choose to live... Like, you, you, you don't... They don't live with you. How did he put it exactly? In essence... Yeah, you live with them. He cohabitates with the cats. No one owns a cat. No one owns a cat, right? It's true with cats. Do you have the experience, RJ, of Bast uh, talking to you the way Nathan is describing? Bast doesn't talk, but my other cat, Scoops, talks to me all day, and I cannot take certain tones with him, or he'll are the conversations off. Like if I have a certain, if I talk back to him or have anything less than the tone he kind of wants, it's, it's off. He'll walk away and he'll try again later. We, we talk a lot. Bass really doesn't, he he doesn't really say much actually. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I've, I've never had a cat or rather I've never lived with a cat. But I want to someday, so I'm taking notes. They're interesting little critters, and and really, I you know everyone is different. You know, certainly every dog is different, but I I think dogs are a little bit more predictable than cats. I really feel like cats can can really be any personality for mm. for an animal. I really do. I've had both, and I'll take picking up dog poop over cleaning up cat piss. Any day of the week. That's fair enough. It's just the aroma. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all right. yeah. Uh, okay. um, could we address what he said, though, about he, he made a point, right? 
was it that uh that bass made some sort of granular assessment of the word sly like in his remark i don't remember exactly how it went for me i, I just thought you know he took it as the meaning the general meaning of the word and not the slang term that they use. Nathan used. said that while the mayor's daughter may not understand that he believes Bass's answer does imply both discussed meanings. Oh, interesting. Well, I'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah, well, because like, she yes, says they, she says they said you were sly and Bass just says I am. Oh. And I think it is true if it means um, and it's interesting too because Bass just jumped onto my chair again. Excuse me. Um, I think there was another book series or maybe in real life where someone who is queer is is also referred to as fey. Like a little bit. As in, right. But as in the meaning we have it as strange. Oh. Almost like we use it as uh, the word queer, right? Yes. Stranger odd is also used for, um, was and is used probably for for gay people. So anyway, that could be the same thing with sly. Like it's it's not necessarily the best thing. Sly but... um, only in these books that right? it's in world. It's not a real world usage. Right? Simon uses it once. Right, but only in the talking... context of King Killer Chronicles. It's yeah. Not... I mean, Not I've never heard it outside of that, so right. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. it's so Should interesting that he, and, yeah. Yeah, let's wrap right, it up. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, ahead. I was just saying it's interesting he used it for that one example. And, and I think it and, really is to me. Sorry, I finish your point. No, that it's that one, it's one example. He used a real word that isn't necessarily a good word like it just implies you're being secretive oh you know? yeah yeah, like, yeah i thought that too the first time i i read it i was like oh mm. like he could have used literally any other adjective and yeah. like sly is not yes it can be used for a hero but like that come on like that's not really what you call the good guy you're not gonna yeah, call I, it yeah i get so. what you're saying Zorro can be sly. That's true. That's a good right. Maybe it's more of a suave look on it. Um, it can, it can he, be. What I want to point out, though, is that I think this is another example of Patrick um, revising his works to have more inclusive language by, you know, implying that Bast is, you know, as Nathan points out, that that's that Bast is is saying yes, I am sly, to mean both in both senses of the word, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All righty. This has been quite Alrighty. a long one. Thanks for hanging yeah. in with us, everybody. Yay! Thank you. Thank you and for feeding will... the mailbag. Thanks for feeding the mailbag, and we will feed your ear holes on tomorrow's narrow page. <laughs> Narrow page.